Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. Hello and welcome to Secret Artists Podcast, the podcast where funny people do art and have a chat. What's not to love? Hope you're all well and had a good festive period. I've started reading The History of Art Without Men and it's absolutely brilliant, so I highly recommend that. This week I'm joined by a dear friend of mine, the fantastic comedian Luke McQueen. He chose, I think, one of the maddest choices of muse we've had on the podcast to date. I don't want to give anything else away, but if you want to see our paintings from today's episode, which I have a feeling you will, then remember to follow us on social media at Secret Art Pod. See you on the other side. Right then. Right then. So I'm going to be a normal boy. Are <laughs> <laughs> you saying hello because it started? <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> this is your worst nightmare being yourself on a podcast I've sort of you're over it, it. Uh, I'm sort of exhausted by all that now yeah I sort of went oh I can't I don't want to be myself ever but then um, but then people go alright then we won't use you <laughs> and now here we are alright here's your introduction Luke McQueen is a comedian and actor who has been in lots of TV shows, including The Moth Club and Comedians Giving Lectures on Dave, the stand-up sketch show on ITV and Roast Battle on Comedy Central. Luke had his own series on BBC I hated called... Roast Battle. Did you? I hate... I, I, think I, I think I made a mistake on it. You and Lou did, like, a bit, didn't you? Yeah, but I think I got the... Um, I got the, like... I got the delivery wrong. My idea was funny. But what I got, was I think, the idea? I just took the piss out of a great grandfather. <laughs> because people like go on that show and they sort of take the make out of people's families. It's sort of quite an unpleasant show. I hated that show because when you go on it, you sort of think you're part of the show, like a like a nice part of the show. Yeah. But you're back you I was made to feel we were made to feel like contestants, basically. Right. Who were the we, judges? Uh, Catherine uh, Jimmy and Sarah and yeah we were sort of separated from them which I suppose is fine I understand that mm. we were just in this weird little sort of hen pen um, and yeah just sort of I, don't, I feel like a contestant on a game show really and when I went on there was this guy screaming at me going go 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 and I'm thinking what's that guy's problem like, I just say it, I can hear him did they go for the grandparent joke not really not really no <laughs> <laughs> Right, on with the intro. Luke had his own series on BBC called The Luke McQueen Pilots and his own Channel 4 show, The Person Behind the Celebrity, where he would ignore the celebrity guests, instead interviewing the people behind them. Luke is known for his commitment to daring unconventional comedy. For example, he once pretended to be Frankie Boyle to sell more tickets to his Edinburgh show. He was a finalist in English Comedian of the Year. <laughs> 2009. 
and more recently straight comedian of the year 2022 which he won am I right you won that uh, I, I, can't, I can't join first with uh, the only other straight comedian in the bill there was basically a few um, yeah a few gay people snuck into the final right but they were outed <laughs> And it was just me and this other guy who um, were the only straight ones. Although he was wearing a cotton tank top, so I wasn't. Not I, I, thought, I thought he was going to be outed as well. Uh, so I've once done art with you, Luke, and I don't think it's unfair to say it was a bit of a car crash. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm looking forward to having you. I think it is unfair to say. Yeah, actually, that is unfair. I wrote that, but I think it's it's a timeless piece. Yeah, to explain to the listener, there's one listener. <laughs> <laughs> um, we did a live drawing class, didn't we, for mm. Brett Goldstein's birthday? Yeah. I ran it. Rose Johnson was the life model. Yeah. Friend of the podcast. And um, your drawing of her was, it was amazing in a way. Mm. It, sort of quite cubist <laughs> feel. <laughs> but I think it was generally agreed that it was pretty offensive. I tried. I tried so hard. I remember you gave me a tip. I can't remember what it was now, but I really listened to your tip. I'm was it about looking, maybe? Looking? Yeah. Or looking at Rose? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think maybe it was, yeah. yeah. I'm not being sarcastic, but no, it's I think the it thing was. people get wrong generally yeah, in no, life during, is you that, just don't look enough. Yeah, no, honestly, yeah. I, I think I remember you saying that, and I think, well, I'll just really look at and get every, all the angles right. <laughs> but I'm really, I'm just so bad at art. I'm just so, so bad at it. No, but it had style. A lot of the other drawings were, I guess, objectively more realistic, but lacked... Yeah. Black the style. Yeah, yeah. But I tried so hard to make yeah. a realistic picture. It was like a sort of Picasso. Like mm. you got the sort of geometric shapes of the face, but there was no like yeah. perspective. Yeah. Or um, <laughs> it wasn't flattering. No, Rose took it really well. <laughs> yeah, she Continues did. to take it really well because we probably um, share that picture <laughs> once a week. <laughs> what are we doing today? Do you want to explain your muse? So we're doing this on the 27th of December. Yeah, and so Christmas Day. I don't get I don't get presents at Christmas these days, which is absolutely no problem at all. I I, I don't. You sort of get back what you give, and I give very little. <laughs> How um, many Christmas presents did you give out? I, I I sort of guessed off my sister's kids. Yeah, and that's it really. Um, yeah, that's it really. How In many the, kids? There's actually six of them. Okay. Yeah, yes, yeah, so it's quite a lot. More four, four of them, are, four of them from her, and then two from her husband. Yeah, uh, but they all live together. Um, so that's actually, yeah, that is quite a lot. Um, and I would normally do my sister and my mum and stuff, but we'd sort of said, let's not bother this year. That's what the Victorians did, apparently. Really? According to Greg Jenner on Sunday Brunch, really? just gave to the kids. Yeah. And it's quite weird now to give to adults. Yeah, I think it is weird. Hmm. But what's weirder is the only only gift I got, <laughs> which was my uncle, <laughs> who, had, uh, who had printed out multiple uh, pictures of um, this picture of him and his two brothers... With someone else who no one seems to know who, who it is, including my uncle, and he printed out about ten of them. He's just handing them out to everyone, saying, so that, "Here you go, that Merry the only Christmas." Present you got at Christmas? That's all I got. Yeah, he said, "Merry oh, Christmas." No, I'd have brought around a present if I'd known. No, no, no. Of my aunts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so do you want to explain the photo? Well, it's just a photo of my uncle Peter. Yeah. Um, who who had him in the picture? Yeah. Uh, his brother Tony. Some other guy that no one knows who it Which is. Which is the random guy. The guy in the cap. Yeah. I said, who's that? And he goes, I don't know. But he's, they're in a picture together. And are they in a pub? Um, it looks like a sort of, yeah, pub clubhouse type thing. And that's my Uncle John <laughs> at, the, at the end there. It looks like a sort of This Is England 
uh, still. Yeah, it's not an ideal uh, description of my family. <laughs> <laughs> no, they don't really <laughs> But I mean, I, I sort of agree. <laughs> Which is the uncle that gave out the picture again? <laughs> uncle Peter. Okay, and is he the nice one? <laughs> uncle Peter's really nice. And are we drawing like a sort of realistic interpretation of this photo? I'm going to... I'm. Because it's quite a mad thing. I, I bet I'm going to draw them naked. Which one? All of them. Okay. Apart from the one that's not my uncle, because that doesn't feel right. So we're drawing your uncles naked. Yeah. Um, and are you going to... So the shot, the photo is like cropped just above the waist. Are you going to do the like a full body shot of them naked? Or are you going to... What, so you can see the penis? The yeah. I, I want to know how many dicks you're going to draw. Please. Well, I, I, think the, I think the dicks might be sort of just sort of creeping up. They've all got <laughs> So you're going to draw the tip of the cock of your three uncles? Yeah, or, or should we imagine the legs? I think we can leave it up to our own interpretation. We've both got the same image to work from. Yeah. And I guess it's up to us how much sort of penis and leg we want to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, I'm sorry that's the only thing you got, but it is also quite a funny image. Yeah. I, I like getting nothing. It's, it's, it's too stressful getting presents. You get anything from your mum? She did get me some socks, to be fair, which was naughty of her because she told me she was getting me nothing. Oh, you, you always need socks. Yeah, I love getting. I didn't get any socks this year. Yeah, I would have loved some socks. But I actually really lo- quite like getting fancy, like funny socks, like, like those happy socks things. Oh yeah, they're good. And my mum doesn't never gets me them. She just gets me sort of black socks, which is which is great. Well, if she's listening, what's your mum's name? Yvonne, of course. Yvonne, of course. Uh, next year, happy socks, please. Yeah. Just one pair of happy socks. Okay, I'm going in. Are you going to paint? I've set us out a palette of quite strange sort of neon. Are you painting? I'm going to paint, but there's the option of... This is the medium you worked in when you did your rose portrait. Really? Sort of, um, what's it called? And that was it's quite like, good, so... Uh, reddy sort of charcoal. It's got a name. I could do that because you could sort of... It does create something a bit grotesque, doesn't it? Well, it's up to you. And there's paper there, that sort of printed paper, if you'd rather that to a canvas board. No, we could do the canvas, maybe. The problem is if I use paint, I think I'll be very... Um, I'll just get it all wrong. Well, I think there's no wrong answers in this. Really? Picture of your <laughs> naked arms. Really? How do you think they'd feel if they'd, they'd sort of known you'd, you were doing this? Um, yeah, I think the naked bit, I think they'd be troubled by, I suppose. I mean, I'm a bit troubled by it. But you just yeah. sort of say things out loud and then suddenly you're doing it. <laughs> So what can you tell us about the Frankie Boyle episode where you sort of pretended to be him? It was so long ago now. Did he find out? Yeah. The funny thing about it was that I was doing this web series called uh, Find My Audience. Mm-hmm. So the idea was that I, um, you know, was I was sort of just coming up with um, different ways to find an audience rather than sort of gigging for years. So I'd knock on people's doors and tell them jokes and stuff. Um so that idea was to um, yeah steal somebody else's audience in the, in the hope that they would they would then be mine. Mm-hmm. But I asked Ricky Gervais first of all and Jack Whitehall. I, mm-hmm. I messaged them and asked them, and they said they basically said funny idea, but I can't say yes to this because I can't knowingly upset my fans. Oh really? Yeah. That's a shame. So so then with Frankie Boyle, I thought well I can't ask him because. I think he might have the same opinion. Yeah. But equally, I didn't think he'd mind, you know? Yeah. He's got so, a good sense of humor. I didn't know him. 
and also I just thought well, Frankie Ball's fans that might be quite an that might be quite a fun way of a fun audience to do it in front of. Mm-hmm. And was he nice about it? Yeah, he was really sad about it. Like he, we messaged years later or maybe months later about it. He said he was going to try and do the same to me, <laughs> like turn up at my gig and that's really funny. Which would have been amazing. In fact, I've asked him a couple of times since to do it, but um, he's not been able. Like he's not been able to make it work with like whatever his kids or stuff. Mm. But Jack Whitehall did come to one of your shows, didn't he? Where you did stuff about him. I did a show about being a double act with Jack Whitehall. Yeah. And he turned up for that one. <laughs> he turned up. How was that? It was a. Uh, I've done the dick on uh, John. Have you? I'm not anywhere near the dick. Well, I don't know that. I sort of started with it actually. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. You got any favourite artists, Luke? Um, well, I, I feel sorry for artists, really, because most of them, um, a lot of them just sort of become successful after they die. Van Gogh, for example. Do you, have, you got, have you got any more examples? Because I haven't. <laughs> <laughs> That's my go-to example. That, that, that is like a common tale, though, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I've sold more than that. Yeah. And... Well, I do sort of think... I know I know very little about art, um, and I and I obviously I sort of have a, I do have a respect for art, even though I know nothing about it. But I, I am also what although I have respect for it, I also um, do think that people are getting away with a lot of stuff in the art world because it's one of those things that it's like well, it's more it's more it's more like this with wine, but I think it's a little bit mm-hmm. of art where um, no one wants to look stupid. Yeah. What, so you just go along with something that's crap because it's seen as... Um, yeah, because like, to... yeah, exactly. It's embarrassing to be like, well, I, I don't, you know, I don't think that's good, actually. What's your least favourite art? Or what's one you think people celebrate where it's actually crap? I've done um, The Stranger in a Bikini in the end. Oh, have you? Only because I forgot we weren't doing clothes and I did the collar, so I've made it into a bra. That's nice. Um... I don't know, it's, you know, Andy Warhol stuff, is it just sort of, doesn't yeah. mean, sort of whatever, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> what do you think they would say if they saw these, your uncles? I think that, you know... Uh, Are I you think, the weird one in your family? I, 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 I think with my family, and I've, like, I think that they... I, I know everyone thinks they've got a mad family. I do think I've got a mad family. 
but I think it's sort of mad in the way that they don't really I don't think they see it and I, and I think that I think they probably would maybe think I was weird but I, like, I think my I think my mum's very strange but in a really sort of normal way right like how does it manifest itself the strangeness like she'll just say something mad or like she used to hiss at us but she's so nice like she's like a nice mum just perfect mum basically mm. But, but yeah, she would do things like hiss at you and not realise that it was mad. Would she hiss at you if you'd done something naughty? Or what was the... Sort of watched, watch, watch telly on a Sunday, yeah. <laughs> and she stopped hissing and she still did. Yeah, she doesn't hiss anymore. But if you sort of said, to, oh, do you remember, if you, if you sort of went, oh, mum, do you remember you used to hiss at us? It's like, mm. she wouldn't be like, oh, that was crazy. She'd be like, well, yeah, because you're watching TV. <laughs> do you think her parents used to hiss at her? No. I don't know no, because my nan I don't think my nan no, my nan was so nice I doubt she ever hissed <laughs> have you joined the cocks yet because I'm struggling to do it I've done one like mentally cock. I'm struggling to do it yeah well, for me these are just four strangers for you they're three strangers no mm. sorry one stranger and three uncles yeah um, so for me it's not really an issue but I can see why it's a mental block for you yeah I might not do their dicks but Oh, is this a prank? <laughs> so you're going to do them as they are in the photo and it'll look like I'm insane. Um, it's not a prank. I think, I think my Uncle John's not bad. Like, you, do you know what? Go on. You're right. I've got a style. You have got a style. <laughs> it's a complete accident. Picasso. Eat your heart out. Ooh. Were you brought up going to church and stuff? Yeah, yeah. I used to love going to church. Did you? I loved it. Why? Because I would um, no, not that stuff. It was uh, I never touched that stuff. It was um, going to you know we'd go to the church and then we'd just go to Sunday school, mm. and they were just all my mates. I was there with Charlene and Lindsay, mm -hmm. Sparky, yeah, Steve, Ed, and Sam, mm -hmm. and we just had a laugh. Like church was church was a laugh. It's just a social, isn't it, for kids? Yeah, and then in the evening we'd get together again. Yeah. Um, you know, I, it was sort of my favourite day of the week, Sunday. Oh. I loved it. Did any of you sort of believe, or were you just there being like... Definitely believed. I was baptised. Oh, really? Yeah, because Charlene got baptised. Charlene said, I'm going to get baptised. So there's sort of quick bit of pressure on me to do it, really. So I did it. So what age were you when you got baptised? Um, I, was, I wasn't young. I was probably... Were you like old enough to remember? Yeah, I was probably like, um, definitely, I was probably like 17. Oh, maybe. so you were too big to be dunked? No, I got dunked. But not <laughs> but not like a full body yeah. version. Did you? Yeah, yeah. What did you wear? Did you wear naked? No, no, I can't remember what I wore. No, my God, no, you don't go naked. But babies do, don't they? Yeah, but baptising is different. You go, yeah, oh, right. no one's getting naked. What's the thing you do when you're a really tiny baby? Is that not baptism? Um, okay. That is a christening. I think I had a, I had that because my mum was terrified that I'd go to purgatory if I died. Really? Yeah. I think the Catholic um, aunts got in her head about that. Yeah, the christening thing is uh, is like whatever, but the baptism thing, that's something you're doing consciously when you're older. Yeah. And I remember the church really laughed because I, I, I think I called Charlene a cow in my speech, <laughs> which is a little bit risky. Mm. That was a little bit risky for the church. So that was your first gig, was it? No, but you know what? Uh, this is really embarrassing. When I started doing stand-up, mm. some of the people from the church came. Mm. 
and like I say it was a cool church like they weren't ever going to be like you know um, I didn't have to worry too much about what I was what I was doing in fact I think I was doing material about Shannon Matthews in front of them do you remember that girl Shannon Matthews was she abducted yeah I was obsessed with that story you do material about that topical stuff (laughs) this is a long time ago (laughs) she's always been a risk taker (laughs) (laughs) so you know when you're abducted (laughs) um and oh I think I fucked this up this guy's got a double chin okay doesn't matter um the stranger he does he's got about three necks that's what I'm doing yeah you're right he's got three he's got three um but then I, you know, this is a long time ago and I'm absolutely crap at stand-up. Terrible, terrible. And I think they come to this gig I was comparing mm. and I used to do this thing where I'd high-five someone in the audience like a boy mm. and then when they high-fived me, I said the word, I said Spice Girls. And that, it got a laugh. What People laughed joke, at that stuff. There was no joke. Well, the joke there was that I um, was going, oh, look, you like the Spice Girls. Oh, and that would be a lame thing to like because yeah. you're a teenage boy. I see. Um, wow! It was, you know, it's bad, obviously. But I remember going to church and doing a talk at church, and I think I was—I uh, don't know—I don't think it was going that well. Mm. So I high five someone and said Spice Girls <laughs> in the church, <laughs> and it was so. But there was just someone there that could come to the gig, and he was sort of like—he <laughs> was laughing, but I think he was thinking, "That's mad that you've done that. That's crazy. This is not a gig." <laughs> Um, just one of those things I think of sometimes and I'm like that's so embarrassing so what point did you lose faith if you were baptised quite late 17 um, well you didn't ask me about how oh, many oh sorry are you still with God <laughs> it doesn't feel like you are why um, well just your whole sort of personality but are you still <laughs> that's not fair are you still with God um, no judgment if you are. Well, I, well so when I, when I moved to London, that church, um, it's mad this podcast, isn't it? Because we're just sort of having a chat, really. Because, yeah. like, we know each other. Are you worried about what you're going to say? I'm not worried about what I'm going to say. I'm worried about it being really boring. No, no, it won't be. It's, it's lovely in the edit. Oh, right. <laughs> also, you're definitely not boring. We're drawing your uncles naked. <laughs> so when I, when I moved to London... The church that I went to as a kid, they gave me money, which was like really sweet. Mm. Um, like, you know, you sort of feel like a bit of a family there, you know, like I said, I used to go back. Um, so then I looked for churches in London and the first church I went to, everyone was like over 80. Okay. They were so old and um, they were so excited that I was there because they were like, oh my God, this this guy's like, he's not 80. This is <laughs> insane. Like we our church is going to survive. Um but they had like, we started singing songs and they had like mad sound effects, like lightning sound effects <laughs> in the songs. <laughs> and it was so funny just seeing this little old man just walking over to this cassette, pressing play and then like thunder starts playing. <laughs> so obviously I went there once. That sounds great. I'd join church if that one's happening. Yeah, to be honest, if, if, if a mate was there, I probably would have, you know, kept on going for a bit longer. Hmm. But I went there once and then I started going to a church called Hillsong with the comedian Holly Walsh. Oh. Because, um, um, yeah, she was religious. I don't know if she had not, not, I'm not spoken to Holly for a long time. Um, but for a period, we went to this church together and Hillsong was at the Dominion Theatre mm-hmm. where they uh, did We Will Rock You. It's like a mass, mass big old theatre. But it was just a bloody um, 
it was just a scam. I remember we were there once, and the guy literally did a speech about how God needs him to have a swimming pool in in his church in Australia. So and he's like famous. showing us he's showing us pictures of like you know his image and like the um you know the blueprints and stuff. Wow. And then and then there's like um, these trays going around and everyone's putting money in. I'm just like this is crazy. We've not even had a you know we're not even had a message from the Lord. <laughs> This guy's asking for money for a swimming pool. <laughs> it's very clever. Um, Maybe I'll become religious. Yeah. So I stopped going there. And then I went to another church in Baker Street that was all right. Um, but I just, I, I would have questions for them. And I, I would always have questions, even when I was at church when I was little, I would always have questions. But when I was at church when I was little, to be fair to the, those guys, mm. they gave me good answers. What did you ask? So stuff like... Um, like when people talk about, you know, why does bad things happen in the world? Yeah. I always, I feel like I have got an answer for that. Well, which is basically that... God's plan. No, this is, this, is the, this is the messed up thing. And this is, this is what annoys me when people like Stephen Fry and, you know, he sort of get, get, go, go sort of rants about it, um, calling God a sick man and stuff. Mm. We need to have choice. So like when we were, um, when Adam and Eve were in the Garden of Eden... Mm. You know, why do they have that bad apple tree? You might say it's like, what's the point? Why give them a bad apple tree? Yeah. It's like because you, we have to have free will. Otherwise, there's no point to us. Otherwise, just robots. Otherwise, we are just controlled by God. Mm-hmm. But the point was that we have to have choice, and so um, bad things happen in the world because of because of our choices. Because because we're not robots. And then what about things like natural disasters, which are not sort of about free will well, and choice and stuff? The, I suppose their argument for that, which is less, which was less convincing. <laughs> Was that basically once we had once we had committed sin, so once we had made that bad choice, it was almost like it's not like we're getting punished, but it's almost like like for example, uh, so Eve once she had that bad apple, mm. childbirth was is now going to be a pain in the ass. So it isn't it isn't it isn't pleasant. Feels like victim blaming <laughs> and misogyny. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you're right. Um, <laughs> Imagine she but, but I had think, that apple, how nice childbirth. Yeah, right? exactly. Eve. <laughs> I think stuff like natural disasters is sort of just like, well, this is the world. Um, and, you know, everything. it's like the butterfly effect, isn't it? Mm. But I mean, it's, you know, it's obviously not something that... Uh, but, but, but this, the, yeah, the new church I went to in Baker Street, I'd have questions for them and they, their answers were just crap. Right. And... Uh, you know, obviously, when you're in an environment that you really like, and th- I mean, what I would say is that when I stopped believing in God, and um, what I would say is that life suddenly become um, meaningless. Mm. So that's that's obviously why I suppose people still believe. Yeah, and as you get older, I can see why it's comforting to have religion, especially when you're dying. I feel like I'd probably quite quickly convert. Yeah. It's terrifying. Yeah, that's, that's the thing. Just do it at the end. Just yeah. when you die and go, all right, well, I believe in God then. Please forgive all me. All of them, just in case. Yeah, believe in all of them. Please forgive me. And um, and that's that. I'll go, I'll go to heaven if it's there. Yeah. Or I'll come back as a little slug or something. Is that what you choose? I'd probably choose something that sort of has got a short life so I can do quite well at that. <laughs> and then come back as something better. I think I'd choose a bird, like a bird of prey. Yeah. 
Yeah. Why? It'd be nice to fly around, wouldn't it? And just sort of a predator, so less fear of being eaten by something else. Yeah. And you just get a new perspective on life. Yeah, I think bird is a common one, isn't it? Bird or like um, in the water. Dolphin, yeah. I think I'd be too scared of the sharks to be a dolphin. Yeah, you've got to come up with some sort of agreement if you're a dolphin mm. with, with the sharks. Just be like, look. Not me. Yeah, we're all, just leave us alone. We're not, we're just trying to have a nice time, really. Yeah. Um, can we talk about this Nicolas Cage film that you were in? Yeah, kind of if you want. Yeah. Have you seen it yet? Yeah. It's great. I yeah. really enjoyed it. Watched it on the plane. Was very excited to see you in it. Yeah. And you filmed that in lockdown, right? I filmed it in lockdown um, in Budapest. Yeah. So it was great because London was completely locked down. Mm-hmm. And Budapest was... Um, they were going through a lockdown as well, but you could go out during the day. Their thing was basically from 6pm, I think, onwards, you had to be inside or maybe 8pm. But the shops were open. Oh, that's good. Cool. Yeah, the rest had a curfew. Yeah, they had a curfew. Uh, the restaurants and bars weren't open, but you could get like takeaways and stuff. Hair salons were open, stuff like that. So it was, it was, so it was quite nice to be there. But I had to quarantine for five days in a hotel, mm-hmm. and I got to the hotel, and they said nothing's open in the hotel. Like the gym is open, but one person at a time. <laughs> um, so I had to stay in my room. Oh for God. five days and just sort of room service and yeah. watch, you know, just sort of watch stuff. I, I did, I did a bit of writing, um, and then after the fifth day, I was meant to go, go and film. Mm-hmm. The director got COVID, oh, so filming stopped. So then I was going to be basically I had to stay there for another five days, but then I could leave my room and I was sort of, sort of just nutted about Budapest. Got a little scooter. Great. And it was, it was, it was fun. Um, but I'm not seeing anybody. You know, I'm on my own for 10 days. Mm-hmm. And then I go to film and I turn up on set and Neil Patrick Harris is there, who's like such, so nice. But he just went, where have you been? <laughs> and I said, what do you mean? He goes, well, you must've been here for ages. I was like, yeah. He's like, well, where have you been? I said, well, I've been in my room. And he, said, <laughs> he said, we've been having drinks and dinner every night. Oh my God. And basically the hotel sort of lied to me. I think there was like a unofficial unofficial opening I think maybe to your face they had to be like everything's closed but behind this big curtain yeah behind this big curtain they were having dinner and drinks every night oh my god that could have been your big break well I would have liked to have um, hung out with Neil a lot more because he was so nice Mm. I I only I only own um, well I own three pieces of art and then you've added to that so that's four really but I've only bought three pieces of art. Well, what are the three that you've bought? Two are from a guy called Dan Hillier. Mm-hmm. And one is from this uh, girl. I can't remember her name, actually. I saw it on telly because she was on the um, art the art show. The, um... They're like, when they do, a, when they do like, the sort of... Portrait artist. Portrait artist. Of, or no, landscape artist of the year. Would it have been that? Maybe landscape artist of the year. It was one of them. Is it of a landscape? Yeah, it's a bloke in a garden. Oh, that's cool. So you saw her on that and... I saw her on that. Out. I really liked it. So I looked it up and bought it. But I, I can't sit here and sort of name a favourite piece of art to you. That's all right. And what's the um, the guy, Dan... What do you say his name is? Dan Hillier. Dan Hillier. What's his work? I saw, I saw him in... Um, I saw his work in... A mar- in um, Spitterfield Market, I think it was. A long, mm-hmm. Like, years ago. Maybe ten years ago. 
and he wasn't really up to much then, but I really liked it. And I think he does all right now. Like I've seen his stuff in, um, I've seen his stuff in, you know, on display places. Yeah. Um, it's kind of like weird, weird sort of creatures, like earthlings, a blend between something that is on earth and something that maybe wouldn't be on earth. Interesting. And yeah, the stuff I've got is, um, yeah, I really like actually. It's sort of a lot of people were wearing masks and stuff. Yeah. Well, that was one of your ideas that we didn't do. Do you want to talk about that? Yeah, yeah. It's all bad, isn't it? <laughs> the idea yeah. I was going to do was like a sort of um, a a man holding a mask out, and the mask that he's got is is a mask of a child, and the man is the man is sort of kissing a child. <laughs> Horrible idea. The man is disguised as a child. So yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. He's, he's wearing a child. mask. Yeah. Yeah, we didn't do that, but we have done your uncle's naked. So. Yeah. Um, it's none of it's nice, is it? Well, your sort of religious upbringing now makes a bit more sense to me. Really? With the sort of why paedophilia angle. Do you think so? Well, they love that in the church, don't they? Well, actually, yeah. it depends what. I'm I'm talking Catholic Church. I think it's mad when people um, still send their kids to Catholic churches. This is why I just think life is pointless. People are pointless. Like there's no point taking anything seriously hmm. because we know that Catholic priests have sex with children, and yet these parents just leave. They, they still take them to them hmm. and leave them with them. Like there's no there's no point to any anything or anybody. <laughs> Thank you for coming on the podcast. How's your picture going? <laughs> I'm just doing the bell end of Peter. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love that. <laughs> just doing the bell end of Peter. <laughs> well, I'm doing Peter's belly button. And do you know what? I'm gonna give Peter a cock as well. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm gonna be. He's been very good. This I'm gonna Christmas. give him a big stonking big one. Because <laughs> he's your favourite uncle. Well, well, we can't, I really we can't like I, I really like Uncle Peter. Put yeah. it that way. And no present from Peter then. Yeah, he got me the picture. Oh yes, sorry. It would be good to, um, well, not good maybe, but funny to give this next Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> galleries? Got any favourite galleries? Not really. I quite like the Homewood Gallery, I suppose. Yeah, lovely on the river. Yeah, that's the end of that. Right, I've done them. So you do the background. I've sort of done the background, yeah. I've done a sort of impressionist nude type. Um, I've gone very pink. I've gone very orange. Right. I'd like to now do. I'd like to sort of paint a little bit. Yeah. Oh yeah, you've been doing. Should um, I do that? Yeah, go for it. I've just been painting the whole time, but express yourself. Yeah, I can't really, I can't really give you any insight in, in art. There's no point in me even trying. Like I just, I. What about I'm this? Just... You'll like this because it's about football. Right. Would you agree with this quote from Arsene Wenger? Football is an art, like dancing is an art, but only when it's well done does it become an art. Agree or disagree? <laughs> Football's like an art. But only is it well? I, I think when football is done well, it's like it's like art. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I suppose I agree with that. But then, bad art is still art, isn't it? Well, maybe not in Wenger's world. Yeah, it's difficult to sort of say, oh, that's not art because it's bad. Mm. But then, I don't know, I think 
I think, like, uh, like I would say that picture of Rose that I that I did was is is not. It's just bad. It's not. It's just bad. So I wouldn't go look at this art work. Oh, I think it's art that for sure. Maybe, but I think the football. I think the football analogy maybe is like he's talking about like f- bad football isn't art. Yeah, that's what he means, isn't it? Yeah, I guess so. So nice to see him back in the Emirates, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. I love him. I actually almost thought, I almost said, let's draw Wenger. Yeah. But I kind of thought... Um, it's a bit oh, of... I wish you'd said that. Really? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I'm happy I've done four strange men naked. Wenger's <laughs> uh... got a great face to draw. He's got quite sort of angular features, hasn't he? Yeah, really great. Good have, lines have you ever done Wenger? I've done a sketch of him just sort of for my own personal interest. Really? Yeah. I don't see that. I don't know where it is. But yeah, he's got a great face. Um, I was a bit worried that he was going to watch us lose, but thank God. Yeah, I know, that would have been a nightmare. I sort of think I'm nearly done with this, but I don't want to... This is partly why I don't like um, being myself on things. It's like, you know... I'm a sort of, I'm a believer actually, which is going to contradict everything, literally everything I've just done in the last hour. But I'm a believer that family business should stay family business. <laughs> You're an absolute liar. I know, I, I believe that. Do but you? Here I am. Yeah, it's because you've got me, you've got me fresh off the bat. Yeah. You know, this is. It's Merry it's, Christmas. It's, it's on my mind. Yeah. I'm obviously a bit emotional about it. Yeah. Are you? Oh, you know. Yeah, uh, it's a lot seeing family and. And here we are. Here we are. Well, I'm sorry for pressurising you into painting your uncle's naked. Yeah. No. Yeah. We should make it clear that there was quite a lot of pressure. Can I mix these paints? I can, can't I? Yeah. Yeah, Of course. Please. Are you giving them belly buttons, your uncles? Yeah, I have given them belly buttons. Yeah, me too. Although Peter didn't have one. I'll just add that in. Do you reckon they've got innies or outies? Um, Maybe you know, for sure. You know, it's your interpretation looking at their face, I think. I don't want to get involved. He's having a breakdown. (laughs) (laughs) He's regretting this whole thing. Yeah, I am, actually. (laughs) But you learn. When you do things like this, you kind of go, oh, yeah, it's a reminder. Don't do that again. Well, any podcasts? Don't, Don't be yourself on podcasts. Um, Nothing I, can be gained. I enjoyed your podcast. Do you want to plug it? Oh yeah, that's the only thing I want to plug for the next ten years. <laughs> so, I've, got a, I've got a podcast called um, "Go to Sleep or Else You're a Pervert," mm-hmm. and um, well, that's what it is basically. It's like if you're struggling to go to sleep, you play the podcast, and um, as long as you're not a pervert, you sort of drift off. I listened to the whole thing. Well, you were a pervert then. So I got to the teenagers... Is that a spoiler? Not really. No. Teenagers kissing at the end. Yeah, so you're a pervert. Well done. Thanks. Absolutely horrible. Are you going to do a second episode? <laughs> you don't need to. Oh, well, maybe, maybe for people like you, but like, well, what, what would what would make you go to sleep? Like, what wouldn't you want to hear? What, like a harrowing sound? Yeah, like something you're or like, something. oh, I better go to sleep. I don't, I don't want to hear that. Like, that's the idea about it. Oh, I don't want to hear teenagers kissing. I better go to sleep. Oh, yeah. That's the idea. Well, I think that's... And you stayed up because you're yeah. disgusting. Yeah, well, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I didn't actually hear it all. 
Who did do the kissing at the end? Who did it? Yeah. Well, I'm not. I'm not going to give that. I'm not giving you. <laughs> yeah. You know, it was a. It was a good day for them. Well, one of them. One John's of them, one got of them, a neon it? pink dick. Oh, lovely! <laughs> I like that for John. Do you think that's true? The mad thing is, I'm sort of holding back. So I'm holding back. Yeah, I know. It's weird to me because I know this stuff you're not saying. Even then, also... even then, like about the sort of neon pink dick, like I had, so I had something I could have told you there, which okay. I know is mad. Go but on, tell me. No, I can't. That's why this whole thing is a mistake. But you have some info on John. Not John. John's lovely. Sorry. I can't go into this stuff. All right. Are you focusing much on their faces? Yeah, I'm sort of going back over their faces, but I'm, I'm sort of not colouring their faces in because I think that that really gets in the way of my style, you know? Yeah. Can I use a bit of your white? I've just run out. Yeah. Thanks. This is really fun doing this, isn't it? Yeah. I'm just giving Peter a sort of mop of white hair. Painting or sculpture? Uh, painting. Portrait or landscape? Portrait. Frankie Boyle or Susan Boyle? <laughs> Frankie Boyle. Jesus Christ or Gabrielle Jesus? That's actually quite tough for you. <laughs> I can't choose, I can't choose, uh, I only go for Jesus Christ. Mm, interesting. Can you separate the art from the artist? Uh, I think you should say yes to protect yourself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tortured artist or rational referee? Mm. I think everyone's a rational referee. Do you reckon? Yeah, I don't believe in tortured artists. Yeah. I, I think it's everyone's pretending. Cats or dogs? Oh, cat. I've got to say cats now, weirdly, because I've got a couple. Yeah. We locked them outside because they were going <laughs> to suffer. One of them was actually suffocating oh, no, himself. He's trying to get in. Oh, we put out a dust sheet to protect the table from the paints and one of them tied it around his head. <laughs> <laughs> it looked like it was about to suck. Sorry, Lee Sanders, if you're listening. Her cats. Uh, she won't like that. Talk about or think about art. Think about. Looking at painting close up or far away? Close up, yeah. What's the point of looking at far away? Um, don't know, you can see the whole thing. Oh, well, how far? You, I thought you meant like sort of, you know, the <laughs> like other side of the away. field. <laughs> <laughs> private view or view of privates? <laughs> view, uh Oh, that's interesting. View of privates. Painting from life, landscape, or still life? Life. Art or music? Music. Ah, oh, I've put in the wrong fucking thing. Art or books? Oh, you put the paintbrush in your fizzy water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> art or books? Books. And finally, comedy or art? Comedy. Thank you. So, that, so I think you, we're establishing the you end. You hate art. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for doing I don't, this podcast. I don't hate art at all. I just I'm really bad at it, and I think um, I actually don't think you are really bad at it. But like what I said before, like I think there is like with comedy, like people have to laugh, otherwise it doesn't work. You yeah. Know, so do you think it's still comedy? Huh? If people don't laugh, do you think it's still comedy? No. If nobody laughs, it can't be comedy, though. If, if if three people laugh, I think it still can't really be comedy. Yeah. Well, it depends. If there's three in the yeah, audience. Yeah, there's three in the audience. That's a hundred percent hit rate. Yeah, that's pretty good actually. But that's that's, the, um, that's what I mean. I think I think I think art gets away with a lot of crap, basically. Yeah. What's the fewest people you've gigged to in one room? I've definitely I've definitely gigged to three. I think maybe three is the least. But I remember it was in Edinburgh. My first Edinburgh did a three hander with Rich Wilson and Ed O'Meara. 
And uh, one day, one guy turned up, and me and Rich just looking at the bloke, going, oh, I'm sorry, mate, I guess uh, there's no show. And then Ned goes, let's do it. So me and Rich are like, well, we're not doing it. And this guy's looking at us going, please don't, please get me out of this. Oh <laughs> I can't God. see this and have this um, person do his comedy for me. And Ed did it. Wow. And me and Rich were obviously stayed in the room and Ed did his comedy to this one person who I think sort of just went through hell basically for half an hour. I think you've got to give the audience member the option at that point. Yeah. I've done a gig to three people an Edinburgh preview and it was just a couple in Aces and Eights and me and Tom Parry and I was like oh what shame oh well we can't do the gig and Tom was like I think we should do it we'll sit in the audience for each other so I gigged to a couple and Tom Parry and I think I did about 40 minutes and then he did an hour and ten that's mad I can't believe it he was great but I was just thinking this is a nightmare for all of us the thing is that stuff like it stays with you yeah. It's not as if you kind of go, oh, I'll just do this and then it doesn't matter. It stays with you. Yeah. I've got t- I, I, I've got like ticks because of stuff like that. Mm. Say, whoopsie all, say whoopsie all the time. Yeah. And you say, oh dear, don't you? Oh dear. <laughs> yeah. Do that. What's that from? Is that from an Edinburgh preview, that tick? Um, like just any, any time on stage where it's embarrassing. Like I remember doing a gig at Aces and Eights. It's always fucking Aces and Eights. <laughs> Um, and like it was just comedians in the audience like there's about there's about eight of them mm. good comedians as well and I, and I did the preview and obviously it's not the show's not ready and afterwards it's like well that's so embarrassing has anyone in your family got ticks? no and when I do it my mum my like, like oh he's doing that bloody thing again Oh. So I'd say Cookson. Cookson. That, that's how it started. I'd say Cookson. Oh, really? That was the first one. When did it first start? Um, I don't know, but years ago, like eight, nine years ago. Because I, I was working in the call centre mm. and uh, I went Cookson. And the guy next to me, I didn't know him. He was mm. sort of looking at me, but I thought, I can't be asked to explain what this is because it's mad. Mm. And, then, and then a bit later, I went Cookson. And I just sort of, again, saw him looking. I was like, oh, please don't talk to me. I can't be bothered with any of this. But then a bit later, I went, Cookson. And he took his head, headset off and he just went, right, why do you keep saying my surname? <gasps> <laughs> Did you know it was his surname? Was that no, I didn't know who the guy was. That's amazing. And I just laughed. I said, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't explain it. That's um, so funny. Yeah. So you can't control when it comes out. I think if I think if you said I think if you put a gun to my head and was like, "Don't say Cookson," I, I think I wouldn't say it. It's sort of a weird. It's just like cringing, but I, I'm like out loud. Yeah. I think. I've seen you do it at football. Really? Mm. Well, Daniel. Uh, some people get annoyed at me at football for doing my um, Italian accent. Is that a tick? No, that is when I was little. I got. I got booked for swearing so my way around it was to, you know because to get out of that emotion was to to, <laughs> to be Italian basically it is very funny when you do an Italian accent <laughs> <laughs> oh. yeah it's better than swearing like but they think it's um, they're, they're, they're always convinced it's Italian but you know I just sort of think well it is so whatever hmm. <laughs> 
He's got his quirks, haven't you? Mm. Right, I'm gonna add another neck to the stranger. This is this is my this is this is where I go wrong with art. I think I try and do too much. Well, yeah, that's why I keep wanting to stop because I think I sort of overpainted it now. Yeah. Sometimes less is more, you know. Don't yeah. know if you've heard that phrase. I've heard it. Because mm. I could, I could not paint their faces. Do you think I just don't paint their faces? Well, I've left them because I've I tried to do the stranger's face and I tried to do John's, but I sort of messed it up. So, and I quite like that the focus is on the bodies. Yeah. Well, I might do the body a bit more. What colour do I do Peter's body? Uh, sort of like for me, it's sort of neon pink, neon orange, and dark brown. Oh, interesting. Can't wait to send these to your uncles. Mm. Quite pleased with that, sort of. I'm very close. I've not looked at yours yet. No, I've not looked at yours. And um, we can do a countdown. I, I, I think what I love about art is is that it... And this is what I love about sort of filming stuff. Mm. But I think it's, it's more the case with art, yeah. is that it's sort of a piece of time that just exists. Yeah. Forever. And that... that, that so I suppose... That's what you don't get with comedy. It's nice having a tangible yeah. thing, isn't it? Yeah, that 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 that's sort of what excites me about it. But um, I've not painted any any of their cocks. Okay, well now I feel really stupid. <laughs> I've only painted two of their cocks. All right, I might paint their cocks. Tony, he's got a bit of a um, an action man thing going on. Really? Yeah, sort of smoothed over. The cock's probably just sandwiched between his thighs. Oh, actually, I want to do one last thing. Is this your way of getting out of spending Christmas with them next year? Yeah. <laughs> no, I love spending Christmas with my Uncle Peter. <laughs> okay, I'm uh, done. I'm not doing anything. Okay, I will do something more after we finish. I'd like to okay. Do Should we do 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 3... Two, one. Whoa! Oh, lovely. Oh, we've both... Oh, my God. Do you know what we've both done? What? We've both got Peter holding his cock. <laughs> I love that. I the love stranger that. is so grotesque. Yeah. I really like how you've done the necks with just, like, these lines of brown. Yeah. It's, it's a really terrifying image. Mm. Who's that in green again? That's, uh, that... that's Tony. Tony. And has he got boobs? Yeah, sort of saggy tits. It's really great. I love the vibe of green. Well, I thought I'd make him like sort of a goblin. And who's that with the pint? Is that John? That's John. Yeah. He's quite reminiscent of your rose bowl. Yeah. In terms of the facial features. Well, that's, yeah. I really like it. Can you sign it? Yeah, I'll sign it. Amazing. I love yours. So, Tony, you've made Tony really, you've made Tony pregnant. Yeah. Which is nice. Peter holding his cock's fantastic. <laughs> and the strangers in a bikini. Simple as that. Yeah. You've, you've, yeah, you, they're faceless. To you, they're faceless people. They are. And it screams Christmas at the McQueen's. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Luke. It's been very fun. Thank you, Eddie. Goodbye. Oh, yeah, plug your podcast. Have I plugged it? Yeah, how do people listen to it? It isn't, this is, the reason this is the only thing I'm going to plug for 10 years is because <laughs> I... I recorded it at Ben Williams' um, studio, Plosive, and he wanted nothing to do with it. Oh, really? Yeah, and I said, well, it's, I said, I'll do a bet with you that it will get 100,000 listens. Mm-hmm. Did you give an end point? No. 
So I'm just going to plug it for 10 years. It's the only thing I'm going to plug. No matter what I do, I'm just going to plug this podcast. It's called... Um, it's called uh, Go to Sleep. It's called <laughs> Go to Sleep or else you're a pervert. And you can get it on Spotify. It's very good. It's 15 minutes. All right. Thank you, Luke. Well, well, well. What would Sigmund Freud say? Friend of the podcast. I think he'd say review, download, subscribe. Hope you enjoyed listening. It does genuinely help if you write a nice little review under whatever the link is. You can find that in the notes, I imagine. Um, remember to follow Luke on Instagram at Mr. Luke McQueen and do listen to his podcast. It's very funny. It's called Go to Sleep or Else You're a Pervert. Um, if you want to see mine and Luke's artworks from today, follow at Secret Art Pod on Instagram and Twitter. I'm also selling some artworks. Um, you can follow me on Instagram at mcgrah.art and I'm available for commissions. So if you have you know, an idea for a painting that you want to give to a friend or lover or enemy, then do get in touch. I've done some sort of, you know, some more abstract stuff or figurative stuff or portraits. Um, they make for good wedding gifts and just, you know, general something to fill the walls of your house if you, if you need that. All right. Happy New Year, I suppose. Thank you for listening as ever and see you on the other side. Secret Artists is a Turtle Canyon comedy production for Acast. Music by Alistair Clayton. Quickfire Round music by Steve Dunn. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com work. Shopify.com work.